You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. We've been talking about Jack Bowes for a while. He's nominated his club. Geelong. So it did happen. Geelong's the one. So Essendon, no. Hawthorne, no. Yep. Goes to Geelong. Now, what do you but think? But this is an extraordinary... Until you tell me what Geelong hands up, it looks like the steal of a lifetime. But Geelong has to give something up. So at this point, they get Jack Bowes or Bowes, 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 with this loaded contract. Yeah, apparently, and you're it's right, one point six. So if you add more to it, you can spread out the money. Sure, yeah, that was Matty Randall who said right that a week or so ago. You get draft pick number seven. Oh, that's okay, isn't it? That that's already good. worth dealing for. Yep. But what are you giving up? So what is Geelong going to put on the table to close the deal? Well, would this is where we need to talk to Matt. I would have thought, as someone that's unqualified, pick 18. That's their first pick would possibly do it. They get a Plus, player. the AFL's got to tick this off. Yeah, but so. bear, like David Noble forecast this a month ago, this salary cap dumping would now be used to factor in. So before you know, we'd get all the points and we'd, we'd cry, oh, yeah, look, they've given up this and they've got that. It equates. Mm. And that's what the AFL has to do. They have to see it as a fair and equitable trade. But now that you add in salary cap dumping, Maybe they don't have to give up their first round draft pick, Kim. I'll check with um, I'll check with Matt. We'll see what he thinks. But uh, apparently, it's one point six million, so Ooh. it's eight hundred thousand over the next two years. So if they put him on a four year deal for two point six million, that's six fifty thousand per annum, which is yeah, that's pretty okay. good yeah. for a bloke that's yet to prove himself in a top club. At a couple of big moments, and they get a pick seven, so they get to get a top ten player. Mm. In the draft, whereas now they'd get pushed out to twenty twenty one, being pick eighteen. Yep, it's a it's a it's an interesting one. It's a it's a pretty good deal. Roach, the big story though has been the Essendon Football Club. We touched on it. Oh, a text coming through from Ange. Where's my coffee, Roach? Roach, you do need to get off the cuff. Come on. <laughs> Ange, I'll be around shortly. Yeah, he's going to Italy uh, soon. He hasn't booked his tickets no, yet. No, I'm but... not going that soon. Don't put fear into him. All right, Ange. Uh, now, I'll have Fridays free shortly. Don't worry. Ange and I will catch up on a Friday. All right. We well, owe me one too. So you owe me two. One with Ange and the other one. Well, make sure you're available. All right. Damien Barrett had this to say about David Barham. He's the chairman mm. of the Essendon Football Club and his future. I feel he's got no choice but to stand down himself. Now, I don't expect him to do that. Um, but, but what I do expect to happen on the back of him putting the, the heels and digging heels back in is for... Certain people, and, and, and you know you know as many people at that footy club that need to be known. I, I know a portion of the people you know. I know there were meetings going on late last night, multiple meetings about what these people who, who, who also want change at that footy club are going to do, and, and, and none of it is favourable to David Barham. And how that plays out, um, potentially as early as today, I'm, I'm really keen to, to see. Viper's Nest. This is in regards to Andrew Thorburn, Thorburn who had the 24-hour CEO's job. And then he's gone. Uh, so many debates reach whether your religious beliefs should affect what you do at work. Well, look, we're on a slippery slope here. And as I said to you yesterday, 
I'm of the Catholic faith, and you know where they stand on some mm. key issues. Now, does that mean I cannot seek a high office at an AFL club? Because someone will say, well, if you believe in that faith and you've heard what the head of your church keeps saying on some key issues, I'm sorry, we can't appoint you. I think it becomes untenable, though. We touched on it yesterday. I know it's a bit of a minefield. So mm. I, I sit there. I, I go so. in there and just say that yep. I'm a, a gay footballer or uh, my partner wife was looking to have an abortion. Yep. And he's basically saying, well, just listen to what comes out of my mouth, even though I mightn't believe it. Mm. Yep. Yeah, now, that doesn't give you a lot of confidence in someone, doesn't does it? Yeah. Anyway, it gets a little complex. Everyone's trying to state their position. Tim Watson on the Brecky Show at SEN wanted to clarify his position in regards to Andrew Thorburn. And can I put this out in the record? Because I did say this a couple of weeks ago after meeting with Andrew, and Andrew was part of the review panel. He was also part of the panel that selected the coach. And I came in here the next couple of days, or a couple of days after, and said, look, this guy's super impressive. You know, I sat down yeah. and we talked about yeah. – specifically, we talked about footy. I didn't know any of his background. So you were impressed with his inquiring mind and I was the impressed. questions he asked. And, and, and his, you know, his upbeat personality, the way that he presented himself, his understanding of the problems that Essendon had, which he should have because he'd already been conducting the review and mm. what he thought the club needed to do and the alignment and all that sort of stuff. And I was really – I was 100% impressed with what he offered up. I had no idea about his background and his beliefs and all those other associated things. In fact, I didn't have much of an idea about his NAB background either, which I've read more about too. So um, I did I did think that he, he was impressive. Yeah. This is where it gets intriguing because you touched on it yesterday. All the Essendon board had to do was pop his name in and Google it and they would have found out about his past and his beliefs and whatever he did or didn't do in the banking industry. But I've been impressed by him, Roach. He's the first man I've ever met that's appointed himself to a position then sacked himself within 24 hours. Quite <laughs> staggering, isn't it? You're not the first person to appoint himself and get a job. We can pick out a few others. Who? Grant Thomas. <laughs> yes. Ron Fuller. Ronnie Fuller. South. Oh, he was a football general manager of football. No, I remember he did a review on who should be the next coach and he became the next coach. Or himself. Yeah. Let's hear from Bryce Gibbs. Did Blighty uh, do the same? Oh, I have no idea. Blighty does what he wants because he's God. <laughs> um, Careful now, you see. You're on a slippery slope by saying that. Well, it's very hard to argue against, <laughs> hey? Well, maybe. In a football yeah, well, sense. Yes, well. He's been known as the Messiah. Yes. yes. If you believe in that, Roach, you've probably called him that in your articles. I think I was the first. All right. If you want to see Roach, I'll give you his mobile number. <laughs> All right. Gary Ablett has been called God. Correct. Russell yeah. Ebert. And guess... Uh, Russell Ebert first. Yeah. Very first. Brendan Lyons, who's our panel yes. uh, chief here. He pushes all the buttons. He's a mad cat supporter. It's the fastest he's ever moved then to give me that information on Ablett. Uh, Bryce Gibbs, part of the SEN yes. team now. This is important. This. Now, he played footy with Jason Horn Francis two years ago at South Adelaide. Two years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, two Season years ago. before this one, yep, uh, two years ago. He, he is filling in at the moment, doing a wonderful job on SENSA Breakfast. Uh, this were his views on Jason Horn francis He's a man of, of strong character, is Jason. And I think we've got to just remember too, like he's only 18 years of age. So he's, he's moved interstate and it's, it's quite a big deal for some, some guys. Some guys can just hop up and leave and, and go and do it. Like we see some kids that uh, go to boarding school, say, uh, when they travel, stay away from home. They've had a couple of years of, 
of building that resilience and being away from a tight knit family, and it makes the easier the transition a little bit easier for them. So, uh, where in other cases, um, kids don't get to experience that before they get drafted, and and it do, it does take some time, and it affects everybody differently. So, it, it has been well documented and and well publicised that he, he is close to his family, and he has been has had a little bit of homesickness during the year, but. To, to question his um, his character and and things around that space, so I certainly don't agree with that. He uh, he's one of the most competitive players I've ever seen, and some of that that competitive we've seen it come out on the footy field, and some of that's just turned into frustration because of how competitive he is as a person and his win mentality. So is this a reflection of Jason Horn Francis or a reflection of what North Melbourne couldn't offer? An 18-year-old draftee. Might be a combination of both. It's very Perhaps. hard to mm. judge from the sidelines, Rich. What I will say is the old homesickness, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card for a lot of people. I'm not saying it's not real, and I'm not saying it's not real for uh, Jason. Which then puts more emphasis on what get... North Melbourne mm. did to help Jason Horn francis Well, we, we said when we are on air, Rooch, and I, I, going back to the draft last the year before, I just would never give away three first-round draft picks for one player. And when Adelaide were offering that up, I'm just thinking, no, I hope this falls over. Okay, well, would you do it for Jeremy Cameron? Uh, we had a text on that yesterday. He's proven. Yep. He's yep. proven. There's a really good yep. text. Whoever sent that through. When so we you, you knew what it. you were buying. You're exactly. Yep. And we're talking about now like a yearling at the yearling sales with horses. You so beware, beware of potential rather than track record. Breeding, confirmation. Yep. I mean, we've seen a bit. And I'm sure he'll be True. okay. A stack of texts coming through. We'll get to those very, very shortly. Um, let's hear from Tom Boyd, though. Now, Tom Boyd was the last number one draft pick to leave his club after one year when he left GWS. Oh, that worked out well for him, too. The Western Bulldogs. Well, it didn't. It didn't. Look, I think one of the things that people really struggle to reconcile with as the public is the fact that players do have the, the right to make the decisions that they deem as best to, to their overall career. And look, football's a short game. The average career spans three and a half years. And you do need to capitalise both financially and in a sense of trying to accomplish as much as you can in that short period. So um, I think that as long as he's got sound advice around him and he's got um, people in his corner that are telling him the, the harsh truths about the fact that being traded as a number one pick, such as I was, does come with certain burdens and challenges, as well as, you know, ultimately some successes in in my case and also some opportunities. I think he'll be just fine. Yeah, and he's got a good point there because as soon as Jason Horn Francis steps onto the field for Port Adelaide, every game's going to be valued, isn't it? Mm. It's not like he's starting out as a 19-year-old in his second year of football. He's going to have every game assessed. We gave up. Ask Tim Kelly what he goes through in Perth. They paid way too much for Tim yeah, Kelly. But way, way so too that's, much. So that puts more pressure on Tim Kelly, doesn't it? Rich, we need to go to a break. Uh, 350, yes, it does. And he's going to be under the spotlight big time. But he's got a good support system around him. And don't text, but he's got an experienced coach in Kenny that is good with young men. You've opened the door. He's a father figure. You've opened the well, door. Well, I, I believe that. Uh, I love the audience of SEN. They're the salt of the earth. They're down to earth with a great sense of humour, Roach. Yeah. They ask the big question. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.